Hi, welcome back to Becoming. This is episode number 72. Today we will be covering the intellectual aspect of the four different areas to improve your personal growth. Welcome to Becoming, a podcast for teens and young adults, where together we are becoming more than we are and who we were always meant to be. We are your hosts, Tawny Beardall and Erica Peterson. Each episode will feature different topics to enhance your growth, help you see the world differently, and discover who you really want to become. Everyone, we're so excited for our next category of the four ways to improve your personal growth. And today we're going to be focusing on intellectual. Wah, wah. Okay, so this is actually an awesome category. It really is. I'm teasing. The word intellectual sometimes gets a bad rep. So we wanted to like start with that, right? Right. The more I was digging in preparing for this, I'm like, oh, I love this stuff. I'm super passionate about what we're talking about today. But yeah, that word just somehow is not as attractive to me for some reason. Yeah. We looked up the definition and there is a lot of different kinds of definitions, but The easiest way to sum it up simply, it just refers to the ability of the mind to come to correct conclusions about what is true or false. So it's about how to solve problems and just learning and finding truth and expanding yourself. So really, that's like everything we do on Becoming is just trying to find correct conclusions and better ways to solve problems. So learning new skills, learning new ways about life, new ways about thinking to help us solve problems and to find truth. That is all that intellectual means. It's awesome. And I'm super excited to talk about it today. And as I was researching, I found this amazing talk. It's by a lady named Eva Weitzman. You can find this on YouTube. And the talk's called Women and Education, but obviously it's universal for everyone. But she discusses the importance of growing in knowledge. And I really loved every minute of this talk, but there's one phrase that just stuck with me. And she said, formal higher education provides an opportunity to see more as God sees. I love this comment because we know that God is all-knowing. He's full of wisdom and power and understanding. And he really does comprehend all things. And the thought that learning and expanding my knowledge will help me grow closer to him is all the motivation that I need to keep going and to keep doing it and to keep discovering and putting in the efforts to learn and grow. Later in the talk, Eva goes on to say that this vastness of knowledge must be earned through hard work and by leveraging a greater perspective than our own. Our eyes need to be open, not only to new information, but to new ways of thinking about that information. If we seek discernment through the Holy Ghost as we engage in this process, we will be brought to new ways of valuing, understanding, and perceiving truth. I love that so much. And really, that's everything that I need to hear to help push me to continue learning and growing in every stage of life, no matter how old I am, no matter what situation I'm in, I want to look for ways to learn and grow and expand myself. I love those thoughts. And I think that it's so important to really understand the why of why we should grow these different categories, why we should even invest in this and being able to see more as God sees and being able to grow our understanding of truth. That is so much motivation for me, but let's talk a little bit more about 
why this is important, why we should really invest in our intellectual growth. So one reason why I find the intellectual aspect so important is that in my belief system, education is actually a commandment. Uh, we're really urged to grow and learn. And one of the reasons is because when we pass away, we can't take anything with us. We can't take our fancy car that we worked hard to earn or our house or anything like that. But we can take our knowledge, our experience, and any wisdom that we've acquired while we've been here on this earth. And I just think part of our stewardship while we're living here on this earth is to grow in knowledge so we can benefit not only ourselves, but all of mankind. Well, that's so true. And I love the thought that commandments aren't necessarily for us or else we're going to get punished. It's really just for our benefit and for the benefit of others. And I think that that's really the purpose of it. And we get to keep that knowledge that we acquire. Exactly. And we've been commanded by different prophets in the scriptures to gain this knowledge and to seek education. The Lord made it really clear and Doctrine and Covenants 2934, when he says, All things unto me are spiritual, and not at any time have I given unto you a law which was temporal. So this means that a commandment to pursue education, no matter how temporally useful that might be, it is really about the development of our spirits and our spiritual gifts. So when we do this, it's showing our willingness to fulfill this commandment of God and also investing in our own development and growth. I love that we can even think of this in a spirit of worship. We can think of this with reverence and understanding how important it is that we acquire this knowledge and connect more with our Father in Heaven. Oh, I love that. I honestly used to think that education was traditional education only, school, college, and as much as those things are so valuable, education doesn't begin and end in a classroom. We can learn new skills, we can learn from books, we can seek education, and we should always seek it. The process of learning is just as important, if not more, than the thing that we learn. And I think that that's so crucial to understanding that it's not about the thing, the end result always, it's about the process. And so this education is about learning to learn. And I love thinking about that as we grow because so often, you know, we may learn something and we forget it or we don't practice it enough and we don't always have that same skill. But the effort that we put into learning and acquiring new skills and new experiences is the whole point sometimes. Amen. I love that thought. And there's actually a quote by Henry B. Eyring that reminded me of an experience I had that I wanted to share. But he said, part of the tragedy you must avoid is to discover too late that you missed an opportunity to prepare for a future only God could see for you. So in college, I took a public speaking class, which is beyond me why I can even remember why I took it. <laughs> I, I, like I've said before, I don't really enjoy public speaking. It makes me nervous. I've been learning to love it the more I've been doing it, but that is something that has always been a fear for me. So I'm thinking I was forced into it somehow in college. I don't remember. But our teacher gave us an assignment to write a persuasive speech. You needed to be able to debate both sides of this and to not have a bias on either way. So I ended up choosing organ donation as the topic. And I really worked hard making sure the content was great. And I memorized it and I really had it down pat. 
I didn't want anyone to see the fear in me when I was up there. And we had to give the speech in front of our whole class. And then after the whole class had given their persuasive speech, we had everyone vote. And whoever got the highest votes, they got to compete in a regional competition and then possibly keep moving on and go to this big national debate. And somehow I ended up winning and I got the highest votes in the class. And I was shocked. Like, what? No, 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 no. This is not my forte. And so the teacher pulled me aside and she was all excited and like telling me the information. And I said, um, is this required? Like, will I get in trouble if I don't do it? And she was puzzled. Like, what? This is exciting. And I'm like, no, no, this is not my thing. Like, I'm not really interested. I, I get really nervous and I just don't want to do it. And she was just kind of mad at me about it. Like, you've got to be kidding me. You need to take this opportunity. And I refused it. I honestly hadn't thought about this at all afterwards. I didn't regret it. I just moved on until now because lately I've been asked to speak more often and I just look back on it and think, gosh, I missed this huge opportunity for growth in myself. And I do think just as Henry B. Eyring said, it was sort of a tragedy that I didn't get to discover this part of me and grow in this area of my life that would have really been a great benefit for me now. So that's, I think, what he's saying here is we don't want to look back on our life and have regret that we discovered we missed this opportunity to prepare ourselves and to grow. I now am looking for every chance I can to expand myself, to learn something new, because you never know when you might need that knowledge or be able to use it to serve or help someone else. And that process of learning how to do that would have been so uncomfortable for you, but it would have been something that probably would have become more comfortable for you far earlier on. So I love that. Those missed opportunities, you can't really have regrets, but you can definitely reflect back on them and go, oh, okay, this is what this is talking about. I'm going to learn from that experience. I'm going to seize another opportunity when it comes to me. So I love that. I love that story. Exactly. And as I look back, it makes me wonder, do we have these gifts and talents inside of us that we don't even know until we try. What if I would have become really great at public speaking and it could have changed my entire career path and things that I would have done? You never know the trajectory of your life and how that will change if you just grasp these opportunities and take advantage of what's right in front of you. Exactly. So we want to talk about where to start. If you're thinking, okay, I get it. I understand the why but I'm already going to school. Teens are learning. They're already in school every day. They are experiencing all sorts of new things, but how can they embrace this power of growing intellectually? One of the best ways I think they can do this is by focusing on the aspect of work. And you might not think work and intellectual go hand in hand, but they actually really do. And this is a subject I'm super passionate about. And I think it's because I now realize how life-changing it would have been if I would have taken advantage of those life lessons and moments along the way that we were just talking about. We have so many of these opportunities available to us as kids and as teens. And there's a bunch of seemingly insignificant things that we do throughout our day. You know, there's chores and schoolwork or something you might call a dead-end job. When we apply ourselves doing these little seemingly insignificant things, they are actually tons of meaningful opportunities and purpose behind it. I just think it's really important to look for these opportunities and to go the extra mile with them and to learn as many skills as you can. 
when you do this, especially in the workplace, if you're always like seeking to grow and learn, you will be recognized for that. And when you do that, you'll leave lasting impressions on those around you, especially your superiors. It will help you get noticed and to keep moving forward and growing in either that job or creating a great resume for the future. One of my favorite things about the work aspect is that when you accomplish new things and you feel really strong in your skills and your knowledge, you will end up having this amazing sense of self-worth and a confidence that I don't believe can be found in any other way. Oh, so true. I think that's completely true. And it is so nice to think about, okay, these things that I'm already doing, just thinking about it in a new light, all of a sudden you're really grasping onto that intellectual aspect. And something you can do if you just are not interested in this is to pray. You can pray for a desire to have an interest in learning more and to focus and pay attention on the things that you are already learning in school. You guys are already there. Just open up your mind a little more to be willing to soak things in and just to kind of be like a sponge. I remember not taking school too seriously, and I really wish I could go back and do it again. I would just cram for a test, and I had awesome grades, but I would just cram for the test and then I would say, okay, I don't need that anymore and just take it out of my brain. But there's so many things that now I'm like, I remember learning this, but it did not stay in this brain. Oh, I totally did the same thing. But certain subjects that I was really interested in, you know, I might have taken it more seriously, but I could have taken much more interest in so many things when I found them interesting instead of going, oh, this isn't a subject that I'm planning on going into or whatever. I think that's so normal, but yeah, just like really soaking it in. Exactly. And back then, the things that I didn't really find interesting seem much more appealing now. And I want to learn about them. And I almost think it's comical how your perspective changes in adulthood. I remember just dreading instruction by the PE teacher in the weight room and just kind of not paying attention and trying to cut all the corners that I could just to get by. But now I go to a gym and I pay somebody to teach me how to work out. <laughs> I just think it's ridiculous. And I also remember having friends that did not want to go to college when their parents were willing to pay and begging them to go. And they didn't make it a priority and didn't go. But now as adults, they are having to sacrifice to go to night school and to pay for this education by themselves. If we could just instill this perspective into you now, how these things will be important to you in the future, I think it can completely change your experience. It actually reminds me of an episode we did about habits with Amber Robbins. And she talked about a book called The Teenage Brain and how teenagers have this capability to learn more and to soak up more information than adults even can. So if we haven't drilled this in your head enough, you really need to take advantage of this beautiful brain that you have right now and this opportunity you have. And just try to hear the echoes of all the adults in your life that have felt regret and have tried to impress this on you. I think that's so perfect. And another way that you really can start is just by trying something new. It doesn't have to be something that is so obviously a new skill or for work or a topic that is school related. It can just be a new experience. So that is another way to just get started. Another way to start is to learn how to enjoy the process of learning. And this is called growth mindset. This is a new topic to me this last year. I've heard a lot about growth mindset, and I'm hoping lots of young people have heard about this, but I'm just going to give a couple of brief examples 
that really help to change your mindset as you're learning and acquiring new experiences. So this is, I'm not good at that versus I'm not good at that yet. So I hear so many teens, the moment that they talk about a subject in school, they say, oh, I'm not good at fill in the blank, okay? Which a really common one is maybe like math. And I really love math. So since I've heard this, I've been telling teens when they tell me, oh, I'm not good at this, I say yet. Because I think that's such a helpful way to look at it. Another little change of verbiage is failing is the limit of my ability. So once I fail, like that's my limit. That's as high as I can get. Versus failures offer opportunity and growth. So just thinking about it in a little different light brings a whole new door open. Here's the last little example. I'm either good at it or I'm not versus I can learn to do what I want. Those are so empowering. And mm -hmm. so often we put ourselves in these boxes of I can only do this. I'm not good at sports. I'm not going to be good at making friends because I'm not good at it. But when we think about, you know what, I can learn to be good at it. I can grow. Even though I failed at this, I can have an opportunity to do better because I now saw what I did wrong. Those thoughts really are so empowering. And when we feel stuck, we don't learn. But when we all of a sudden realize I can grow, it's okay to make mistakes. It's an opportunity. All of a sudden we have so much more growth and learning to do than we thought. And it's just so empowering. I love the growth mindset idea. Oh, that's beautiful. And it's just about a simple mindset shift. So should we talk about a few simple ideas? A lot of these are things that we found on lists of things you should know how to do before you graduate. Maybe some ideas for intellectual goals. Should we talk about some of those? Oh, I totally think we should. So these are just a few ideas to get the juices flowing. You can really make any goal an intellectual goal if you want to learn it. But um, right. here's just a couple of basic ones. So budgeting, uh, knowing basic first aid, cooking basic meals, how to clean. That really is a skill. And some people don't understand it, but you can tell when adult didn't learn that skill when they were younger. <laughs> oh, totally. And along with that, learning how to do household repairs and maintenance. Like I said before, take advantage of every opportunity. If you notice your parent is working on something in your home, just say, hey, can I join you and learn about this? Your future self will thank you for doing that. There's so many things that I'm like, uh, I should know how to do this. Oh, totally. <laughs> we can also just learn basic hand sewing techniques how to sew on a button, how to fix a little, you don't want to throw out a garment just because it has a little hole. You can learn just these basic techniques. There's also car maintenance, which uh, I got to be honest, I know nothing about, but I know Erica's husband has really served their family by having this knowledge. Well, yeah. And honestly, even if you just learn how to check your oil, check your liquid levels and change your own tire, those are some very cost-saving techniques and can save you a lot of hard times, honestly. So just some True. basics. You don't have to necessarily know how to fix and maintain all the heavy-duty stuff, but man, you guys, YouTube tells you how to do like almost everything. But yeah. a couple other things that people should really know how to do is how to build a resume 
and how to interview for a job. Those are things that we can learn how to do. And if you fail and don't get a job, you get to learn from that opportunity. Reflect on it. Try better the next time. Yeah, and you might not think of this as intellectual, but we also need to learn emotional intelligence and really understanding how to manage our feelings in a healthy way. Yeah, our next episode is going to cover a lot about this. I think a lot of these skills are a little more obviously intellectual, but the emotional intellectual abilities are just as important. So we're going to be covering that next week. Along with the emotional intelligence can be the ability to discern between love and infatuation and how to navigate a healthy relationship. Oh, I love that idea. And I think even learning how to give your brain a break. Maybe you're always learning, always acquiring new knowledge, but being able to be still and give your brain a little break. Oh, that's a really good point. So obviously we have lots of ideas and we want your ideas as well. And we're opening up our Instagram every week for you to help list these ideas and to come and learn what other people are working on. I have loved hearing the ideas of other people on our other topics. So I hope that you guys will come and add to that. It's been so awesome to hear of others' ideas. With every episode that we do for these category introductions, we want to give you references to learn more so that you might be able to spark some ideas about some other goals you want to set. So our first episode that we want to share about is called Doing Work. This is episode 16. And Tani did this with her dad. It's an awesome episode where you get to learn about her passion for work. And her dad is so awesome in it. You've got to listen to that one. So then the next one is called Money. And this is episode 47, which I did with my husband. And he did such an awesome job just giving some examples of some pitfalls that you should look out for as a young person and just some really easy tools that can help you learn how to really be careful and safe with your money. Yeah. The next one is episode 48, which is called Be More With Less. This one is such a fun one about minimalism and just being more with less. You really can um, not necessarily have all the stuff and really just love the stuff that you have. The next one, which we referred to before, which is 49, The Power of Habit. This is a great one to so just good. learn about how you can create habits and positive habits and replacing negative habits with good habits. So that is a great one to learn from. Episode 50, The Strengths Within You. Clearly, this is one we are really passionate about. We've been working with Aligned Ambition for quite a while, and this is just a wonderful intellectual skill to be able to really learn about yourself and utilizing your gifts and strengths. So that's one of our favorites. Yeah. And episode 53, application and essay know-how. This one is awesome for anyone who is just wanting their applications for college to really stand out and just, oh, it's so good. I loved that one. And the last one is 56 Keep It Classy. This is all about etiquette and just really knowing what to do in social situations so you can really concentrate on communicating your thoughts and not worrying about all the details of how you should act around others. So those are some awesome references. You should definitely take a listen if you want some ideas. Those are some great ways to just learn about the topic and create some goals to grow your intellectual self. Yes, thank you for doing the research to find all those. And I seriously love every single one of them. They're awesome. So definitely give it a listen. 
But to wrap it up, we just hope that these thoughts and different ideas we've given you this episode have been able to spark different goals of interest for you in your personal specific life. It's not going to look the same for everyone and it shouldn't because we are all super individual with our life path. Erica and I could continue to give you different ideas until we're blue in the face, but it will never sink in unless you make it personal for yourself. And like we said earlier, the best way to do this is by focusing on the why. I always buy into an idea so much faster if I really understand the why behind it. I'm going to go back to that talk that I referenced earlier in the episode that I just loved. Eva Weitzman gave this quote that just sums up the importance of the why so perfectly. She said, We seek knowledge because it makes us more like God and brings us closer to Him. His central trait is pure and benevolent love for all humanity. The more we become like Him through knowledge, the more we hone our ability to hear him. I love this thought so much, and that is my whole goal is to try to become more like my Savior. And we hope that these ideas are useful for you and you're enjoying learning about these four areas that will help you in your ability to grow and become. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please click to subscribe and join us on Instagram. We'll see you next time on Becoming.